This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, Mark Hostetler, both pastors of Eagleville Bible Church. Thank you for listening and tuning in. I super appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that's been on my mind is this one verse, and we'll talk about it, the whole passage of it, but it goes down to in verse 20 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore, we're ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about some of those things, but I look at that, man, I've thought about that in the past. We are ambassadors for Christ. And sometimes I wonder, have we forgotten that? Have we mm-hmm. forgotten that Paul said he was an ambassador of Christ, that we as followers are an ambassador, ambassador meaning representative. Like I, okay. I actually yeah. legit represent Christ to the world, which would necessitate me talking about him. And and when I think about my contacts, I think about social media, and that's a huge part of a lot of people's lives. I think about attitudes and, hey, you're you're a Christ rep. That's right. Absolutely. As though God were pleading through us. Think about that. God working through us to tell other people about the good news of a Savior, Jesus Christ. Right. That's awesome to me. I mean, well, it, yeah, it, not, just, not just pastors, although pastors are somebody, not just pastors, Everyone under the sound of our voice right now is called to be a represent representative of the kingdom of God. Every Christian, yeah, yeah. Every, every every Christian, every believer. Yeah. It says from now on, therefore we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. Regarding thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new mm. has come. So, mm. in, in the context of being an ambassador of Christ. It says the old is gone, the new has come. Yeah. And that that's a great victory verse because we know that what he's saying is that without Christ, we're a certain way. With Christ, we're a certain way. There are some bad traits that we have without God working in our lives. And mm-hmm. so we look at the world. I don't I never expect the world to live like a Christian right. when they're not Christians. Right. You know, I want to point people to Christ because so they can have that divine connection and that divine spark put in and gives them the strength to live for the Lord. But there's an old part of us. There's a new there part is. of us. Yeah. New parts getting more priority in our lives, and that would help us with our attitude and all those things. He makes us a new creation. Right. He transforms us. This right. is the power of the gospel of Christ. Right. We were once in darkness. Now we're a part of the light. Right. We are completely new in Christ. That is powerful. And I want to tell people about that. I want to tell people about the change God made in my life. I'm sure you do as well. You say it on Sunday mornings. You give your testimony a lot. How Jesus Christ showed up to you as a little kid. You know, I I had the same experience. You know, God showing up to me saying, hey, listen, you need to hear my voice and follow me. You know, and when he came into my life and he changed my life, I have a, Paul calls it a responsibility. He, it's a responsibility. This grace that's been given to me is now a responsibility for me to share with other people. Right. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't we want to when you think about it? If we, the, Here's the thing. This world has an extremely dulling effect on spiritual senses. I, I think it, it has a dulling effect on faith. 
that sometimes I think that we have to check ourselves and ask ourselves basic questions. Do we really believe that Christ is changing yeah, lives? Oh do gosh, we really yeah. believe that he's the answer? Do we really believe it? And if we do, then that ought to impact the way that we live and it ought to impact some of the words that come out of our mouths because we would exactly want other people right. to be impacted because we realize, no, people really do need Jesus. Like the, mm-hmm. they're, everyone is stuck in the old until they find the new yep. and the new is found in Christ, period. There's a, there's a, I see a, a lot of depression out there. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of anxiety out there. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of lack of uh, peace. I see people chasing their tails. They just don't know. They're just yeah. not sure. Like they're running to, running from. They're just all over the map because they don't seem to have any type of center, any type of anchor that's kind of keeping them from getting blown all over the place with the winds of this world. Mm. That's exactly what we're told in Ephesians chapter four, that we, as if we are in Christ, right, we are growing and we're no longer those infants tossed Mm -hmm. to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Today, the doctrine isn't just different varieties of somebody saying something about a specific verse, or if you are baptized by immersion or baptized by sprinkling, or you believe in sign gifts or you do not doctrine teaching, meaning there's teaching about uh, spiritual things and astrology Mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. And I see people get caught up in all these religion as religion (laughs) that I just heard, just read some guys saying that mother nature has created the world. And so then my question to them, if I was talking to him personally would be, well, who is mother nature? Yeah. Like who is that exactly? And what does mother nature ask of you? And so, well, mother nature created us and mother nature. Wow. and, And you're wondering, who, who is that again? Yeah. Like, who are you talking? But this is the kind of stuff, and people are caught up because then you, you read the comments under that, oh my goodness, so rich, so deep, amazing, amazing. I'm like, what are you saying? You know, I, I they don't even understand it, but they're just because why? And, and, and if that sounds good, they're caught up in that. And tomorrow, if something else sounds good, they're there. And if something at the next day, if something else sounds good, they're going to be biting into that. They don't know. You're an ambassador or a representative of something that doesn't even exist. Okay. Mother nature. Right, 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 right. I mean, <laughs> right, right. you're an ambassador. You're representing something that's fake. I'm representing a true living God. Right. That's the power of ambassador right. for Christ, you but know? Because of this, the old has never gone for them. They're still yeah. struggling greatly with life and how to handle life and how oh. to handle stress and how to handle difficulties where with a Christian, we know that, well, we're not supposed to be anxious. We're supposed to in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace mm-hmm. of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We know this. Exactly. We know Jesus Christ has taught us, hey, you guys don't have to worry because God's got it handled. He's got it taken care of. So yeah. we're not, we don't have to be all over the map scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Second Corinthians 12. I love the last phrase of that second Corinthians 12. It says, now let me show you a more excellent way. Right. This is the more excellent way right here. Right. You know, being reconciled to God, we implore with you. We plead with you. Come follow his ways. You're going to find hope. You're going to find healing. Right. You're going to find help when the, whenever you need help. You know what I'm saying? Right. His word points us to the truth. The truth sets us free in this world. Right. The light comes into our life, casts out darkness in our life. Those are the power of the kingdom that we're a part of. That's, right. That is the power of the kingdom of God right there. Right. And me and you, we're a part of that kingdom. We've right. experienced those things. Right. Yeah. Is there a tendency to be anxious about stuff? Absolutely. Do I now have the power through the Holy Spirit to say, absolutely not. I'm not going to be anxious for nothing. I'm going to offer up my prayer because I know there's a God who's alive and he's going to give me help and hope when I need it. Right. Well, that's the power of prayer. One thing you mentioned in a prior podcast was, you know, uh, person a struggles with pornography. Let's together. Let's talk about having victory. 
the old is gone, the new has come. There is yeah. victory. There is. I talked to a guy this week struggling with pot addiction. Okay. I, I recognize that that's a struggle for you, but you can overcome. Here's how you can overcome mm-hmm. because of the power of God. Mm-hmm. There's a... There's a true power. And sometimes we like to just give into the base nature and that whether it's negativity or yeah. it's anger or whatever it is, like lust, greed, mm-hmm. power, yeah. whatever. We kind of like to give into that base nature because maybe that base nature feels good or it's, or it's a route that we've been comfortable with in life. But there's something new. There's something yeah. better. And yeah. that's what I love about Christianity. There, there's something better. So, so I think... Said, I think- I think along with that, I think what we fail to realize, um, let's say un- unbelievers fail to realize about this whole idea of Christianity and being part of God's kingdom, is when you when you come into relationship with God through Jesus Christ, he gives you a coach, a stand beside. He fills you with the Holy Spirit. In Galatians 5, it talks about how we get rid of those tendencies that you're talking about, that base nature. As we walk in the spirit, right? When you when you don't reckon, when you don't understand what it means to be in relationship with Jesus and be full of the Spirit of God, it's hard to it's hard to comprehend what I just said, right? Because you have no other spirit you can go to, you know, that's right. helping you through those base nature issues. That's well, why we are imploring you to come to God. We're imploring you right. as ambassadors to say, hey. Form a relationship with Jesus Christ who fills you with his Holy Spirit to help you crucify your flesh and walk in him. Right. I can't do it on my own, Bill. I've tried that. I can't do it on my own. I I don't think there's a recognition sometimes of the dark spirituality that does in reality exist. Oh, absolutely. That not only do we have our own base nature, but you've got these sirens around you yep. just coaxing, convincing, mm-hmm. egging you on to just step into more and more of the darkness, mm-hmm. which is destructive in and of itself, because they're so insidious and so evil that they really don't care about anything other than you getting wrecked. Your destruction. Right. That's it. And that, yeah. that's a sad thing. So when I look at Christ, I look at Christ as somebody, I think that we have to take Christ out of a religious yeah. experience only. Mm-hmm. In other words, I came to church and I sang songs and I listened mm-hmm. to the word. There's something more here. Like I said, the Ten Commandments aren't just religion. The Ten Commandments are reality. Yep. They are statements yep. of what in fact is real. Reality is I shouldn't steal. Reality is I shouldn't lie. Reality is I shouldn't cheat on my spouse. Reality mm-hmm. is I shouldn't be coveting. Mm-hmm. Reality is I should honor my parents. Reality is I should worship God. Yeah, absolutely. I should. Yeah. Like that's these are statements of reality as reality is. Jesus Christ is reality. He Amen. is the truth. He is the way, the truth of the life. Truth being reality. The spirit is called in first John five. We're going to take a look at it this week is called mm-hmm. truth. That means mm-hmm. the spirit is reality. Yep. This is, this is the reality. And I'm not saying like the spirit is, is existing in all blades of grass and reality <laughs> and stone. No, no, I'm talking about the spirit is pointing to the truth of the matter. And so the truth of the matter is, as he goes on through here, mm-hmm. he said, we're, after verse 17 and verse 18, all this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So he's given us a ministry to reconcile. To reconcile means to remove a barrier. If you and I have a a hostility between us, there's a barrier. Someone's got to remove that barrier. Now it's interesting to me that the barrier that we have between us and God was created by us. And yet God Mm. took the step to remove the barrier. Amen. He didn't even create the barrier. 
Yeah. We created the barrier because we didn't want to listen to him. We're all prodigal sons. We're the sheep that have Mm -hmm. gone astray. We're out there Mm -hmm. wandering around being a nuisance and being a problem sometimes. And it's God who actually still through Christ reconciled the world to himself. So reconcile means he removed the barrier that existed between us and God. There's no longer a barrier. Once my sins are forgiven, the, the barrier is sin. That barrier is removed through Christ. Yep. If you said Ephesians, again, in Ephesians 2, it talks about Christ who came and tore down the wall that was separating, you know, right. the two, bringing together us and God. Uh, right. Uh, it's only done through Christ. Right. You know, he's the one that we were, it, what the, the Bible calls us enemies of God. Right. Before we came to know him. Like, we were away from him. We were in enmity right. with him. Uh and he came and gave us peace, right. Romans 5. Therefore, you have been justified, and you have peace with God now through Christ. Right. That's a beautiful thing, man. Right. I mean, this is the gospel. This right. is it. Right. No, I, I agree a thousand percent. It's, it's beautiful, and it's awesome. And that is, in verse 19, that in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself. Yep. Not counting their trespasses against them. And that's a beautiful wow. thing. When people come and they... They've done a lot of bad stuff. Like they, they could have been in jail. They could have been abusive. They, they could have been uh, prostitutes. They mm-hmm. could have, I mean, any number of things that we could have done that we shouldn't have been doing. And he says this, I'm not even counting that against you. It blows my mind. Right. Yeah. As far as the East is from the West. Right. So he's removed our sins for, from us, right. you know, I mean. But he says not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us plural the message of reconciliation. There's a message of reconciliation that the church has that a person can be reconciled to God through Christ. That's the message of the church. It's reconciliation. Now, I think there needs to be reconciliation between people and God. There are people that feel far from God. There are people that are angry with God. There's people that seriously question religion. I don't mind that. I think sometimes we should question religion. What is religion? Yeah. What is base of it? Like, I'm not in, that interested in religion, yeah. but I understand organization is important. Some people look at church and they're like, ah, oh, they organized church. If the church was not organized, <laughs> number one, it would yeah. not carry on. Number two, it would not accomplish. We wouldn't have food yeah. pantries. Do you know how much good comes out of that exactly. organized uh, church? Like it would yeah. almost be saying, I hate organized medicine. Would you like disorganized medicine? <laughs> would that make you feel better? Right. right? I no. hate organized mechanics. Do you want disorganized mechanics? Like one people said, you know, it's men who start stuff. It's mm. institutions that carry on stuff. And they yeah. were talking about Dwight yeah. L. Moody. Dwight yeah. L. Moody was a preacher, but he started the Moody Bible Institute. Mm-hmm. He started ministries mm-hmm. that are still carrying on well oh, over 100, 120, 150 absolutely. years, whatever it is after his death. These ministries are still helping people today because the institution carried on. So I understand, like, yeah, I, I don't have a problem that religion is organized. If religion is actually helping people, if that religion is actually mm-hmm. doing good. So I hear people and they'll say things like this. Well, I just don't know about religion. Listen, I'm not going to argue with you, but what are we talking about? Yeah. Because some churches yeah. have not done justice to Christ. Mm. They have not done justice mm-hmm. to really helping people. Yeah. And they've yeah. been more concerned with asking for money and more concerned for what the people did for the organization. I've said it over and over again. I am not interested in Eagleville Bible Church Incorporated. I'm not interested in the institution of Eagleville Bible Church. What I am interested in is the people. And you can never put the institution or the incorporation above 
the person. Agreed. Right? A thousand percent. Absolutely. That's why we put so much emphasis on loving each other, growing together, serving with one right. another. You know, that's why we put so much emphasis right. on the people coming together right. for small groups, for example, right. and all that stuff. I mean, because we want to see healthy right. relationships. When there's healthy relationships happening, the institution's just going to go. Right. I mean, you focus on the people. Right. The institution is just going to be a byproduct right. of that healthy and, relationship. And here's something, too. I mean, that we have to to recognize, like, we're about to start Awana in just under three weeks. Wow. Let's say Awana is going to begin. Yeah. Awana is free to the children. It's not a free ministry. No. Awana is going to take us every book we're handing out. That's 10, 15 bucks, every single one. So we have bypassed putting a lot of money into Vest and that kind of stuff, like that part of Awana. Because we figure in this area, that's not really what we need to be worried about. We need to be concerned because we didn't want anyone to feel out of place if they came in without those things. Oh, right. everyone's dressed a certain way. I'm not. Right. We didn't want that to be kind of a hassle. So when we did the Awana, we were like, no, we are going to give this as a free program to these children. We want people from the community to be able to come. We want people who are having hard times to be able to come. That's part of what we do as part of our ministry. Why? Because we're investing into people. And I've always mm-hmm. believed that you have to invest funds that come in through tithe back into people too. Agreed. So absolutely. And guess what happened? God supplied. Right. And he is supplying. Okay. And he is supplying. He is it. supplying incredibly. And it's, in, it's amazing to watch, but that took a step of faith, right? Right. It took a step of faith that said, is this the right thing for you? You know, sitting back watching it for you, it's a no brainer. Right. Absolutely, that's the right thing well, to no, do. They used to charge. Because you're putting it they into used the, to charge. Yeah, they used because to you're charge putting it into it. the people of the church, right? Uh, I, I, and that's awesome. I, I think mean, there was a day when yeah. it was up to. Uh, no, nah, maybe I remember it wrong. I remember. I forget what we charged. I thought it was thirty-five bucks. Maybe it's fifteen bucks. I remember the cost to us was thirty-five bucks if we did everything the way that they were telling us to do. We ended up deciding not to do that. But again, that's investing into, you know, we have a message of reconciliation. We want people to come to Christ, but let's come back to us. Mm -hmm. Let's come back to the individual now Mm -hmm. where it says, therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. I really want to challenge myself with this verse. I am going to preach from this passage and I'm not going to preach it from just the perspective of, and I'm not saying this Sunday, but in an upcoming Sunday, I don't want to preach it from the the perspective just of, hey, he's not counting your your sins against you. You have the righteousness of Christ. Your sins went to him. Yes, I'll talk about that. Honestly, what the challenge for me is, Bill, you're a rep for Christ. Now, do I have to worry about that? Like my behavior, that's not Reverend Christ? No, no. I always, man, that's part of life. I mean, part of life is I'm going to be nice anyway. Part of life is like, I'm not going to get right on your bumper and be flipping you off. That's just not that's not who I am. Like, that's seriously not a problem. The issue is, where do you speak? As an ambassador for Christ, any ambassador for any government at some point is going to have to speak for those they represent. At what point are we speaking for Christ? Mm. To say Mm. at some point, I'm not just a nice guy. I'm a Christian. I'm not just, yep. I've been married 37 years just because I've been married 37 years. I've been faithful to my wife because I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. So if you went that to there, a, there, There's yeah. something more to it than just, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm this guy who's you know out there having fun. Where do I put in the verses? Where do I put in the representative yeah. that you need to come to God? And it's not, yeah. again, it's not even just about Christ. Christ was sent to the world because it's about God, the Father, too. It's about a ministry of reconciliation where the world is being reconciled to God, the Father. Mm-hmm. 
So if mm-hmm. you just have your eyes on the cross and don't realize, no, the cross is pointing straight up in the air. Yeah. Okay. Top of that cross pointing right back to God. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. It's about you and God. Mm-hmm. It's about your relationship with God. Yep. And that's what we have to be about. We have to be about at some point helping people to reconnect, not just with trees in the forest, not with a horoscope. With no, there, there's actually a God who loves you, who sent His Son Jesus Christ, loved you that much. I just, I guess, my question is, how much do we really talk about this? Um, I try to talk about it as often as I can, right. you know, telling people about Jesus Christ because I can't believe the difference He made in my life, and I'm reconciled to God the Father through Him. Right. I mean, like you're talking about. I mean, I, I've seen the benefits, and but I understand. It's very difficult to understand what I'm saying and the excitement I have if you don't, if you haven't experienced it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, you need to experience it. Yeah, when people it. come like, and talk to me, like, I mean, yeah, all the time I talk to it, but I'm saying you met a ranger, you met uh, whoever, you met somebody out on the path, you're just talking to somebody for a few minutes on a trail. I'm just saying at what point, I'm, I'm not every conversation, by the way, am I going to just be all of a sudden buttonholing you and pounding you, Christ on your throat? But if you think, Bill, if you think though... Okay, the, the, the dictionary defines an ambassador as an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representing that foreign country. Right. So if I'm talking to somebody about my country, I'm going to come to them and I'm going to tell them what good things are all about this country. Right. Uh, you're going to represent it in a way but, that's going to be like... when you're getting ice cream at the ice cream store. Like if you were getting ice cream at the ice cream parlor, you're probably not going to be, hey, by the way, let me tell you about my country. I think, I think you're I looking. Would, I, I think, think you're looking for opportunities. Okay, that's great. Do you know I, what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just saying, like, at a waitress, is every waitress you ever encounter, you say, "Hey, let me tell you about my faith." No, right. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't. Right. I'm just yeah. saying, when's the appropriate time for us to speak? Is what I'm thinking that's about. Good, good, when's good the, question. Right. Mm-hmm. When's the appropriate time? It's not the spirit's not moving in everybody mm-hmm. you meet. The spirit's not moving in every situation you're mm-hmm. in. But as a representative of Christ, yeah, part of that's my work ethic. Mm-hmm. Part of that's what I do. Yep. I've also heard of a lot of people turning off people because they it's all they that's do all they is say, try to yeah. buttonhole them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I think that you have to discern that in the spirit of laying down that reputation, mm-hmm. laying down that testimony of how you live your life. Mm-hmm. But at some point it's got to go to words is what I'm yeah. saying. At some point along right. the way, how did it help anyone if I didn't go to words? And why do I, why would I be hesitant to tell you about what my faith is mm. if I'm really strongly in the Lord? And I think this comes back to, honestly, you guys, I think this comes back to how much are we reading the Bible? How much are we inspired? What's our fuel? What's impacting your life you're just going to naturally talk about? I think Jesus Jesus addressed that a little bit when he said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Right. You know, knowing who you're talking to. Right. And if they're, and if, I mean, so you got a good point. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, right. Because I'm the type of guy that anywhere I go, anything, anybody I'm talking to, I'm perfectly comfortable telling them about Jesus. You know so what I mean? I be, and, but I'm saying it doesn't come up with every single mm-hmm, conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. Yeah. It's a great point. Knowing when to do it. So I think, you know, building trust with that person. Right. You know, um, not being judgmental. You right. know, you're not judgmental when you're talking to people. I mean, that that kind of thing. I, I just think great, about how much question. of creation never thinks birds are going to migrate, butterflies are going to migrate, and they're just going to migrate. They're going to do it. They're never going to have to think about it. They never have to worry. A flower never has to worry about when it's going to bloom. Uh and my wife and I were just talking about this mm-hmm. last night is just how much that they know that we run into two deer. They instinctually know 
like their instinct, like they can smell you. They never try. Do you understand? Like a deer mm-hmm. never comes and like, hey, I'm going to try to smell humans today. Mm-hmm. A deer just does. <laughs> a deer has a heightened sense of smell. Mm-hmm. They just do. They mm-hmm. naturally do. They never have to think because their deer was walking right towards me. All of a sudden, for whatever reason, I was standing still with a cell phone on a trail. This deer is walking like it's going to walk right into me and not even knowing I'm there. I'm like, how does this deer not see me right now? But obviously the deer did not see me, maybe because mm. I was standing still and they just couldn't pick me out. But man, they knew something. Yeah. Like they instinct like starting to lift their head up. And I get smelling. that all the time in this in the tree stand, Bill. Right. Are you kidding me? You know right. what I mean? It's like how, how did you know I was so still I told Jerry, the whole time? Like, and you're looking right, right. at me. Like, how and, you know? So I told Jerry, I said, think about it. Mm. That deer never has to think about smelling better. No. They just do. Yep. And as a spirit, I was talking to her spiritually speaking, there ought to be things that are so, this, this should not be stuff we have to think about nope. so hard. You're exactly this stuff, right. This stuff should just, yeah. it just comes naturally to us because we're just going to know when somebody needs help. We're just going to know yep. when we need to speak out. Yep. We're just going to know when we need to say something or when somebody needs prayer. Like there should just be naturally go like fruit yeah. of the spirit should naturally grow mm-hmm. like i remember hearing one speaker an apple tree never sweats it never tries to produce yeah. it never tries to produce apples it just does it's true and the fruit of the spirit we right. these aren't th- these are fruits of the spirit love joy peace patience right. kindness it goodness faithfulness those things are just just does yeah, it just, just does so the closer you are to god right the more evident that is that's what i'm know? saying it's yeah. just we're going to know, and so it's just like that deer knew by instinct, like the purple mm-hmm. martins know to fly into South America this time of year. They just know. And there haven't been much in the, in the Missoula where I wanted to go, but they said, guess what? In September, if they haven't shown up, they're not because they know, mm-hmm. they know what time mm-hmm. of year it is. Yeah. They know what state they're supposed to be in. It ain't going to be here anymore. So it doesn't matter if they've been slow at coming there. They just bypassed here. So I look at these things like we're, it's challenging my heart to know that I am, you know, that ambassador for Christ, mm-hmm. Bill. And you got to remember that in your social media, when you're talking to people, you're an ambassador for Christ. And I hope that's helped you and challenged you. And by again, the passage of second Corinthians five, we just went through 16 and you could read through down through verse 21. Mm-hmm. Great passage scripture. Absolutely. You guys all have a blessed and a great week. 